Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound. Well, hey there, beautiful listeners. Welcome back inside the sound. This is Michael. And this is Ryan. And my headphones are stabilized properly. Stabilized? Okay, head, good. So I'm, they won't, they won't I'm glad. fall off. I'm, uh, thank you. Yeah, huge distraction. The level of professionalism is really inspiring, bro. Like, I thank you for that. Uh, and, we, <laughs> and we have uh, some very special guests joining us today. Uh, would you care to introduce yourself to our beautiful listeners? Yeah, yeah. So we're two-fifths of Future Humans. Uh, I'm Afnan, and this is also yet another Michael. I thought you were going to say Afnan. I was like, no, Afnan. <laughs> Go yeah, figure, Afnan. huh? <laughs> Two Michaels in the, in the meeting. We got a s- sizable chunk of Future Humans joining us today. That's, that's <laughs> statistically significant, two-fifths. <laughs> that is so, true. Uh, <laughs> Afnan and Michael, welcome, gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us and giving us your time. Appreciate it. Oh, dude, thank you for having us. Yeah, your music uh, intrigued us. Oh, the crowd. It's overwhelming, guys. Ryan, Ryan was wondering if I had dropped my professionalism and forgotten about the cheers, but I, I have not. I've dropped that ball you know, today. Cheers are like a beautiful underscore of professionalism because you, you really maintained, you know, the crowd sound from outsides and everything. We can see the crowd out here. It's, it's great. Thank you for bringing them all to the show. You're welcome. They were, pol- they were a polite crowd, too, because they waited till the proper moment. Right. <laughs> I like to wait until Ryan's talking and then I'll just sound. sound, uh, It's it's nice to know that you've got the the crowd uh, on the, on the rider that we sent to you guys. (laughs) Oh, we weren't going to, we weren't going to say anything about it, but, (laughs) but um, yeah, as I was saying, when the crowd erupted, our our music or your music intrigued us. So we're like, we got to talk to these guys and, I don't think about it. Can, can, can I ask you guys a question? Yes. Sure. Where did you find us? Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Social okay. Instagram. Cool. So you get so many cool suggestions on Instagram. Since we started this, we've gotten a lot of cool suggestions on Instagram. You guys were one of them. So. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much, man. That's dope. I got to tell you, though, it doesn't feel like we found you it feels like uh you found us and i know that sounds weird but like i just i, I don't mean philosophical to get all meta, maybe? philosophical metaphysical but i just i feel like there's this, inv- <laughs> there's this invisible web of musicians all around the world and somehow this amazing algorithm on instagram brings them closer to us and it's like <laughs> it's getting the, in, the algorithm's getting better and better at like linking us up with amazing cool people it's incredible Do you know I, I'm, I totally totally agree with you that because like 
even you know speaking algorithmically um the people that we're connecting with from our from our end are so like responsive and so chill and so cool like you guys and you know they're really reaching out and and i think part of it is to do with the fact that you know human connection is one of the most sought after things in the world and you know when you find that moment where like you know audience and artist are like truly immersed in the same space it's it's a beautiful beautiful thing don't you think that like agreed it's amazing that we talk about like seeking human connection and and it's so much of the dialogue seems to be of how we're breaking apart and you know especially here in the u.s like with the the, the politics and this but i feel like the technology can really facilitate the opposite it can facilitate the connection and like it's doing with this right like we you meet like-minded individuals you can find your community um i just i feel like there's a lot less doom and gloom if we use it to our advantage instead of like using it to i don't know send angry memes or whatever people these people do on twitter <laughs> this, this is it dude this is it like i mean you know at the end of the day light is light the prism that it passes through is how it refracts i love i'm stealing that man i love that light is light right now man i'm taking that one he's gonna write it he's gonna write it down when he watches his back and he, he's going to, he's gonna steal it <laughs> Just writing that that's a good one man it's it but is the prism just to echo the the sentiment i completely agree like we we set out to have meaningful conversations with musicians all around the world and it's just how it's progressed and how people have stepped up and brought something to this that's been really uh it's been insightful but it's also been a great energy like mm. a really positive energy that's infused in the show so Thanks for being part of it, guys. Oh man, thank you so much for having us. It's it's a it's a great pleasure, isn't it? Especially yeah, after, yeah. like we've 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 had a, a long few days in the <laughs> office, man. Do you want to tell them about what we've been doing? Yeah, so What's going we've on? Got a, uh, we, we've got a new single coming out in uh, next week. Yeah, is it next week? Eight days. Yeah, eight days, and we finished filming the music video two days ago <laughs> oh wow okay and we're, we're all in the house like everything yeah. we do is in house so like it's myself and mike well michael predominantly i'm just like providing like some banter yeah. and like <laughs> just like oh that might be a nice shot to put in that kind of thing so we do everything start to finish from like edit to, to the whole thing um so yeah it's been brain jangling but yeah. fun yeah. yeah it's been intense a huge undertaking to to do all of that yourselves like on a scale from one to one to 12 how uh how does that go <laughs> stress wise <laughs> yeah i'd say we're, we're solidly at about a nine and visage getting to 12 tomorrow yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was a big day for that yeah <laughs> man um when you guys are doing all of that like what's how do you how are you able to still be creative and you know do focus on the artistic element of it when you know that on the back end you've got all the stress of it as well how are you, how are you guys able to balance that well, for me personally I, I kind of excel in that sort of stressful environment so having all of that pressure to to kind of push uh, the the process forward is actually really really helpful and it, it's kind of puts me in a, in a headspace that the creative ideas really start to flow when, when I'm kind of put in that, in that space. It's that perfect amount of danger, isn't it? That yeah. creates that flow space. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm exactly the same, man. Like even the way we write the music, like, so um, 
so far, like a lot of the predominantly the music has been written by myself and Sam, the guitarist, and who's also the producer. He, he like produces and masters everything as well. When I say we're all in house, I really mean we're all in house. Um, right. But we have this thing where, you know, every single one of our songs is written start to finish in a 12 hour period. Now that can be 11 hours and 59 minutes, or that can be one hour to go from absolutely nothing to a polished demo. Um, and then we go back and choose like, so we've, we've got a lot of songs to put yeah. out in the world, man. So we like the pressure. That's the fun part. Yeah. It's an interesting, uh, we just had a conversation about that, how sometimes you have those moments where you're in a space that's completely chill, you know, and you're able to just sit back and be creative in, in like the calm, so to speak. And there are other times where you have deadlines and you have things that you got to do and the stress is there. And it's like, no, I, I have to do this right now. And it, it still can be just as creative of a moment. So it's interesting to hear the different elements of the creative process and everything that goes along with it. Alan Watts talks about an artist having to learn to play on demand, you know, like to play on an appointment. And when you have a little kid and all the relatives sit around and they say, now play, it's hard for the kid to want to do that. You know, there's something in our, in, in our humanness that, that resists this. I don't want to be spont spont creative on the spot or, you know what I mean? But like when you're, when you're, um, developing this skill as an artist it's something that artists need to be able to have to work hard and to be able to take those 12 hours and and make it happen uh and it's amazing when you put some kind of some type of arbitrary boundary on it, whatever some time constraint some deadline some anything um what will come out of it like sometimes it's not great and then like other times it's like gold and it just depends on like you know what you know how hard you know, not just how hard you work but like how frequently you engage in this process. I think, I think you just have to keep doing it. That's it. Yeah. Man. It's all about showing up, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause I think the more you spend time, you know, in sort of slight discomfort on that precipice of danger and, and everything like that, I think the more you can instill that flow state and everything. I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with flow work, but you know, like people like Stephen Kotler and Jamie wheel, they've, they've been pioneering these studies about ultimate human performance for the past sort of um, decade or so. And I, I live for that kind of thing. So yeah, it's totally, I, I actively seek um, uncomfortable situations like that creatively, especially. Um, and yeah, it's creative problem solving, isn't it? At the end yeah, of the day for us. Yeah. yeah. I like that creative problem solving. That's yeah. I would, that's a great way to describe it. <laughs> Thanks man. <laughs> definitely um one thing that um you know here starting off we always like to get a little bit of the musical origin story so to speak could each of you just talk maybe a little bit about why why did it even start with music in the beginning you want to start first buddy no i think you do you want me, do you want me to start yeah, okay, yeah, okay cool so uh, i used to i used to um be an athlete. So I played cricket at a very high level, um, like national kind of level um, when I was growing up. And I was like, okay, this is going to be my life. And then um, I got an injury and I was just like, oh, damn, like, I can't, I can't play anymore. And it was right around that time at school where like you're trying to like figure out what makes you cool and whatnot. And I wasn't cool. I've never really been cool, <laughs> but me and my nerdy friends, we were just like, oh my God, let's start a band. And like, and, uh, 
I was like shock and lead singer. And they're like, yeah, yeah, okay. And like, I had no idea if I could sing or not. So I just gave it a go. And I used to like bands like, you know, when I was growing up, like, like Chili Peppers, Audio Slave, you know. Oh, man. Dude, Definitely. honestly, like Chris Cornell, like is still one of my vocal heroes. Rest in peace, buddy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, we started, we played our first gig and I was just hooked, man. And, you know, ever since then, I've always been making music um, and, you know, I studied acting and things as well. So like I was an actor, like I, I, intermittently, I still do acting work, but I did that for about 10 years. And then, yeah, we, it, it's only really when like we've started and cemented future humans that like, it's like, okay, no, this is, this is like, this is the real thing now. Cause you know, I've been in bands before and things like that. Like I had other projects that I had like a few years back, which, you know, we were on the precipice of something great, but it, it fell through for some reason or another. And now I know exactly why is because, you know, like I'm, I'm literally in a band with my brothers, you know, and like, it feels like family and everyone's just so great. I can't speak highly enough of these guys, man. Oh, <laughs> a lot of love. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, for me, um, I had a, a, a quite a, a love of music from an early age. I've got two parents who have massively different music tastes. Um, my dad, he is meatloaf, deep purple, um, <laughs> or, you know, like a lot of like those like classic rock bands. My mom uh, is very much. Uh, Abba <laughs> and and that sort of thing. So I had two very different. Um, you got the best of both worlds. You got the rock and the pop yeah. worlds. Rest in peace, Meatloaf. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, huge fan of Meatloaf, <laughs> and uh, that was really really sad. Um, and we were at a, a like a, a a block party sort of thing in in uh, the the sort of estate where I grew up. And my dad got really, really drunk <laughs> and, and turned around. And he's like, you love music. I'm going to give you one of my guitars. And I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's amazing. And I'm a drummer now. Um, <laughs> but uh, I started playing guitar and uh, joined a community arts project where they took um, kids from kind of different walks of life and put them into bands together and then I started working for that community arts project shortly afterwards because they needed drum teachers and I, I picked it up fairly quickly and started playing in bands. Um, did a couple of like UK tours. Uh, that band fell apart because we all fell out with each other as bands do when, you when, you when you're young. And then I, I didn't do much musically for a little bit. Um, started working as like a delivery driver and things like that. And then came back to it and was like, this is what I need to do in life. And nothing else was fulfilling us. I tried a lot of different things and none of them really fit. Um, so started doing that, started playing in pubs and clubs around, around the Northeast of England, where we're all from, apart from Sam and Andy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, then started working for a music agency and then kind of got brought into the fold of that music agency. And then that led to this band, which is kind of crazy, you know, how, how the stars align, you know? Do you know what's crazy? Like, so we were like, before Michael was the drummer and everything, um, we, we met you on a music video shoot. So for this, for our song Saltburn, we did like a live video shoot and mm -hmm. I'd never really met you. No. <laughs> and, 
it just came along and like you, you'd heard the song that day or something uh, I'd, I'd been asked two days beforehand whether or not i wanted to be in this music video and said yeah because i had nothing else to do that day <laughs> and honestly man he he nailed like like all the guys nailed the parts perfectly to the point where i was just like this is suspicious yeah crazy journey so far isn't it? yeah 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 so, yeah, Saltburn's a. If I just may add, that that song kicks, man. I like. I dig that tune. It, it uh, hits. Dude, I'm. Uh, it's got me thinking. So that was kind of part of the inception there of you guys working together. Like, what was it? Just that you jive so well that made you want to keep working together? Well, so the, I'll I'll give you a bit more backstory and actual how Future Human started. So Future Human started because myself and Sam we were in a writing session. Um, just when I used to go down to London, I was just, I would like always try and like write with other people and things like that. And we were in this writing session, which was just like, you know, the most pretty boy writers you can find in the world. And like, they were all vying for attention and stuff. And me and Sam are metalheads, man. Like, so like you can spot another metalhead a mile away. And there's that kind of like that silent nod of like, you get this, you get this. You get it, man. That's it. That's it, man. Like say, as soon as I brought up Chris Cornell, I was just like, yeah, this is it, you know? And uh, so we started talking, we started vibing and we started, we were like, okay, well, let's do a session, just you and me. And we did. And, you know, it, it, again, it was lightning in a bottle because we were, we had such a, like a cool way of working and such like a nice workflow and everything as well. And then I got like a whole bunch of songs together and, um, we approached the the guys who are now in our in our management and because you know they they own like this like, huge like music agency and everything as well and I was just like why the hell aren't you doing anything original music and then Andy who's our keys player now <laughs> as well um, he was just like but well, you got songs and I remember at the time I had to get him uh, I had to get him pretty pretty merry on Roman's Keeler to have this conversation but it was very, very well worth it, you know? <laughs> and, whatever you uh, got to do, whatever you got to do. Man, you got to do what you got to do. You got to hunt Social down lubricant. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then he was like, right, I got some guys in mind. And that's when you guys were brought in. And, yeah. and I was like, holy cow, this is amazing. And yeah, we've been, we've been on a journey yeah, ever yeah. since, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. It's always cool to hear, like you said, how the stars align. You know, like the people that are meant to work together, kind of, they seem to find each other somehow. It's kind of a, again, a mystical thing that goes on another element in this, this world of music. But, um, yeah, that's, that's an important thing, right? Finding like minds, finding people that will kind of have the same vision musically, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's, it's crazy when you find people out of the blue as well, who you haven't worked with before, um, uh, I, I knew Afnan through reputation. Um, <laughs> I still uh, don't know what this reputation is, by the way. <laughs> not good. <laughs> no, it's stellar reputation. And it was just one of those things where uh, Andy, the keys player, asked if I wanted to be in this video. And I knew I knew that Afnan was a super professional guy and he had like, you know, loads of different kind of irons in the fire all at the same time with modeling and acting and all of these things. I was like, yeah, this is a cool guy to work with. (laughs) So with those, you know, with those kind of people, you can't not take the, take the risk on at least, you know, just to see what it's like, it's going to be like. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
thanks for sharing that guys we always find it really fascinating like the origin story the um one thing that the moment i always like to hear about too maybe you guys can talk a little bit about this is is when did you know like music know for sure right that music is what i need to do with my life was there a moment was there a catalyst was there a you know hmm um i need straight away <laughs> yeah I, uh <laughs> ever since i can remember i always knew that something musically was going to be going on in my life i remember sitting in the back of the car uh as a kid getting driven places with just the radio on i'd be sitting even then i would be sitting tapping away on my legs and pretending to play the drums and uh even i didn't even want to be a drummer back then (laughs) (laughs) but that that was uh, that was kind of where i was at yeah yeah it's kind of it seems that way right it's like an inevitable fact that most people that get to the point where you guys are you know that make music the focus there was something inside of them that's just kind of like i gotta do this it's kind of there's no i don't really have a choice in Mm -hmm. the matter when the call comes man you gotta answer haven't you (laughs) it's one of those things as well that any you know any sane person i don't think would uh would do it because you have to go through years and years and years of disappointment. And then, you know, <laughs> eventually maybe something might happen. <laughs> well, it, it, it's, it's as our manager, big mix says, like he says, you know, it's a statistical anomaly if you make it. And I like those odds. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Hey man, you, you know, and I think there's an element of, do you believe it's going to happen too? You know? Kind oh, of yeah. that way the the belief in in what you're doing or the belief in yourselves you know individually in the group as a collective you know are we going to do what we envision we can hell yeah man i, I you know i think we're we're in a we talk about the stars aligning and you know with this project i couldn't i couldn't find a better example than this project for that because you know we we get some pretty crazy ideas about what we want to do yeah um and you know our team and like our management and like all, all those guys they're like okay let's make it happen and we just find ways to make it happen like you know without giving too much away i was in a frozen well nearly frozen lake <laughs> a few days ago um oh, all for the art yeah um <laughs> which was which was great fun uh on top of mountains doing all kinds of crazy things and, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and it's just it's it's really refreshing and you know because i like we've both been doing this for quite a long time right? like every everybody in the band has been doing this for like a long long time in different ways um but it's so refreshing and so beautiful to like have a space where you can bring your idea you can bring your creativity and you can bring the wildest parts of your imagination and for it to be met with, okay, let's make it happen. That's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. You know, um, I know you can't give too much away about your, your recent uh, single here, but maybe you can use that as a talking point as far as how does that creative process work? Like, is it like you said, does someone bring an idea to the table and you're like, okay, let's, let's make it happen. And everyone just kind of adds to it or, how does that usually work? Well, well for, the, for that, so in, in terms of like the songwriting or like in terms of like the, the visuals or? I guess the whole package. All of it, yeah. It's kind of interesting to me, yeah. There's a lot going on there. You guys take care of everything. So it's a little <laughs> bit different. The dynamic might be a little bit different there, right? Yeah. So, so I mean, writing wise, it's, um, 
it's me and Sam who do all the writing. So like with that song in particular, we were we were like in that place where like we just finished like some like recording something else and fixing some other stuff on like uh another track and like it was like you know that really kind of like tedious you got to hone in like to the minor details work and uh we are a, a writer and a friend of ours she's a great artist called Natalie McCool um her real name by the way McCool and she's really cool um she she was there with us and she was doing some work like you know just like um some production like learning kind of stuff because Sam Sam's just like next level in terms of production and uh, we were talking about death tones and things like that. And uh, we were like, oh my God, we should, like, we should write like the most emo pop song ever. <laughs> and we started playing around with melody, melodies and I was just like, oh, I think, I think this is actually something really special here. And then like just the whole thing just came out in like a couple of hours and we were like, oh, this is a really cool song. And then we brought it to the guys and like, you know, we, we, we listened to it and like there was something really cool there and then it wasn't really until you guys came down to the studio and like added your individual flair to it, like which till it really took shape into what it is now. And yeah, what, what was that like for you, dude, coming down and like doing that part of it? Yeah, so that's something that is is fairly new for for us to be able to do that um, through the whole pandemic. You know, we we're kind of right. stuck where we were. So now that things have, you know, relatively opened up, you know, particularly over here in the UK, was the kind of the first opportunity that we were able to go down and sit in the studio with Sam and Afnan uh, through the process. And it was just awesome (laughs) Uh, to sit there and, you know, especially see how Sam works, uh, you know, as, as a producer and as a songwriter all at the same time is pretty incredible to watch. And then to be able to put forward an idea which is then taken you know with you know as serious as, as anything else you know that you know we've, I think we've all worked with people in the past where if you try and change their initial idea you know it doesn't it's not great um it's also nice ryan to have to bring an idea to someone and say let's do it that would be kind of, that can be kind of attitude that they're describing might work well in a certain rock band that i know of all right good sorry couldn't, please go ahead excuse us guys i couldn't let that one go i kind of want to hear that story i knew <laughs> Anyone that's listened to the show knows our little. All the beautiful back, listeners yeah. around the world have heard this story too many times. They probably don't. <laughs> <know that. laughs> but yeah, uh, um, yeah. To to be able to sit there and and put forward an idea that's going to alter somebody's initial vision is is something that can be quite daunting to a lot of people, and to have it accepted and have them sit there and say, "This has made." it better you know it's a great thing and that's something that we've you know uh put into all the aspects of of the the whole package you know from down to videos imagery any photo shoots that we go on it's all a collective idea where you know we're we're all super creative people in so many different ways that to kind of embrace everybody's creative you know individuality is uh you know it's it's a it's a special kind of thing in this in this uh you know project 
special kind of friendship yeah yeah i mean that's that's inspiring because honestly it's just the egos are tough to work with i mean anyone that's worked with musicians knows we all have egos yeah and, yeah. and it's when you bring your idea you know and and your buddy you know bats it down I mean, maybe you can bat it down in a, in a, in a pleasant way or not. But the point is like yeah. just being able to like find a way to make it. And that's what Ryan and I always did. You find a way to make it work. And yeah. um, that's also, not, it's, it's why you stick with certain writing partners. Cause it's like, yeah. you, you know, there's a chemistry there that's involved in this process of you like becoming something bigger than oneself to, to put this music out. Yeah. I, lo I love that. I love that because it's so encapsulating of our ethos as well, because, you know, we always say, whatever's best for the song and whatever feeds the beast so you know that there's no room for egos there whatsoever so you've got to always approach it with like but well, what's best for the overall arc and the journey mm -hmm. and you know like i'm so glad you guys have that as well because you know you can tell that you guys have got that chemistry as well it's even coming through the little stories you're telling which is so cool <laughs> um but yeah man it's like it, it's just a, it's just a vibe this is the yeah. cool vibe working together that um that creative freedom, I think, is extremely important, you know, because when you're when you're expressing an idea, you know, that's part of you you're putting on the table, right? Yeah. And it's like you're oh, not yeah. going to want to do that all the time if, you know, people aren't going to embrace it. And like you said, what's the best for the music, right? What, Hell yes. Let's let this thing happen and not get in the way type of mentality. Like it sounds like your working relationship is is conducive to the the best you know oh man yeah. I, I, I couldn't agree more yeah, like, yeah. Like, i think it's yeah it's the the only way to to really you know um get the get the best out of a situation and to really make something special is to to embrace all of those you know those creative differences because those creative differences can lead to something amazing you know you know, Afnan being a, a prime example of somebody who has a massively different kind of heritage to most of the rest of the band. And he brings that heritage into the, into the room. And we try, you know, trying to embrace that. And it, it really creates something different to what you would hear. And I think that's when something special happens is when you kind of push some, you know, push the, the, maybe the industry forward. I don't know if that's a bit, big-headed to say <laughs> oh no, i don't think so at all in fact i i, I wholeheartedly agree here because i can't tell you how many times that some of our best work came out of these disagreements mm -hmm. um and and i think that i think that speaks larger to not just the industry but like humanity as a whole i i just feel like we need to be able to not be afraid to face those those areas where we disagree because that's where the most growth comes from yeah. as people you know mm -hmm. Hell yeah, yeah man. I, I honestly couldn't agree more with that because like, like I don't know what it's like for you, but for me as well, like I, I, lo I love to approach every situation with, you know, whoever this person is, they can teach me something, you know? So it pays attention love to that. it. Like it's good to yeah, listen yeah. to, to right, people yeah. and really listen and not just like, you know, wait for your turn to talk or anything like that, you know? Cause like a, a lot of people are guilty of that. <laughs> <laughs> The, um, yeah. I like the, I'm you guilty. know, listening, <laughs> listening to people. <laughs> You're like, I'm doing it now, dang it. No, no, really. Um, I, no, no. <laughs> it's hard to manage four people no, on just, a podcast, right? It is. And, and, but I mean, other than me talking over Ryan just this very moment, like, it's interesting how we've been able to manage this. And we're across, <laughs> you know, quite a distance, right, on the internet. But like, this is what musicians can do. We can listen. Yeah. When it works. Precisely.
<laughs> Sign Sorry, the guy Ryan. that just talked over me. I know, I know, I totally just <laughs> I know, I know. I'm acknowledging it's, it's that. Started talking about it, so now it's all yep. done. Crazy. Yeah, I had to say that. Please, no, we're Ryan. all talking to it. We're just going to talk <laughs> over each other for the rest. Of <laughs> no, um, um, we like to we like to have fun, you know. So uh, this is all part of it, but um. You know, you brought up the idea of actually listening to people in the sense of like trying to understand other people, like yeah, their differences yeah. or why they might disagree with you. It's like there might be something I can learn there, you know, and I think if if if, you know, social relations in general were a communication approach that way, I think it'd be a lot easier, you know, but I guess egos aren't only involved in, in music, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The music will kind of just uh, inflates those a little bit. <laughs> a little. Just a little. But uh, guys, don't you agree? I mean, Ryan, don't you agree, bro? Like, this is something that musicians can offer the world is this ability to listen. Those of us that, that can, right, that have positions of influence that can, you know, because it's, it's something I think that I think we can all see is kind of missing in, yeah. in standard discourse. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think... Um, it's it's something that the the world could do with more of in you know in every in every situation i think there is always a point where you should just shut up and listen <laughs> you know it's got me thinking guys um when you're create when you're together you know kind of i guess in a in a bubble in a way like the band's bubble like creating your art you know hammering it out um do you have any idea or expectation of, of how it's going to affect people out? And, you know, when they, have you been surprised? Have you been you know, oh. pleased with how your music has affected people? Dude, it's been, it's been, it's been crazy. Like some of the, some of the messages and things like that, you know, the people have sent over and, you know, there's, there's, there's a few that, that, that stand out in my mind. And one in particular where, you know, somebody that, that, that they got in touch and, they said they got into our music like over the pandemic and that it literally saved their life. Like they were going through some really tough, tough um, points of their journey. And, you know, they connected with something that was being presented in what, in the art that we were putting out. And then it, it was like a kind of thing of hope for them, which, and I think, you know, if we do nothing else with our careers, yeah, that's quite a feather in the cap that we were able to affect somebody's life, you know, indirectly um, to a degree where, you know, they found something worth sticking around for. I think that's an incredibly powerful and beautiful thing. That inspires me, man. I mean, that's look at awesome. the power that's that awesome. we have as musicians, like yeah. look at what, yeah. what's capable, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's incredible to me that, that, yeah, just something as simple as like art, you know, presented a certain way, music presented a certain way can can hit someone so deeply and, and have such a profound lasting impact, you know? Yeah, I think um, for in terms of, of knowing if that's going to happen, um, when we were down in the studio, uh, when we were working on the single that's about to come out, there was a few moments in that where even when you're listening to your own project and you're sitting there going, whoa, this is crazy. (laughs) What what we have just done there is like so crazy. And I think that 
uh, hopefully the song hasn't come out yet. So <laughs> um, eight you days. Know, eight, <laughs> in eight days time, maybe we'll find out. But uh, I think when, when you're kind of listening to your own uh, kind of music and genuinely thinking that this is great, because I think every musician kind of suffers from that being overly self-critical of, you know, the, the, right. a- anything that you, that you make. And to sit there and go, wow, that was really, really, really good. <laughs> That's when you kind of know that. Even, even if it doesn't, you know, like kind of kick off or, uh, you know. It will. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. But <laughs> even if it did nothing, it's, it's still something to be really, really proud of that it even had an effect on yourself. Man, I really appreciate that because, like, I'm yeah, sorry, Ryan, you were bad. Uh, you were, I didn't, I saw you moving the mic up. Go ahead. You, no, go, go for uh, it. Well, I was just going to say, because, um, like, yeah, see how we have to, we, it's easier when you're in the room together because you can kind of gauge who's, you take the breath, you know. Um, but, like, it's all about the a, breath. It's all about the breath. <laughs> um, this is a measure of success. It's too easy to, to get hung up on like, well, I, I need a number one hit or I, you know, I need to be X, Y, Z Grammys or X, Y, whatever, whatever that pie in the sky kind of thing is. And, and, um, and in fact, the, 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 the mainstream, the, that's like, they look at dollars and cents and that's your measurement of success. And have I heard of you? Um, you know, well, yeah, I didn't see you play at the Grammys, so you must not be that successful. Or, you know, I didn't see you at the Super Bowl halftime show, <laughs> whatever it is. Um, but like, these are measurements of success. Like when you talk about those fans that wrote you sincerely and said, Hey, like, look, this really made a difference in my life. And, and I even really appreciate what you just said about like, Hey, did it have meaning for me? Like, that's huge. Like, I just, I really, I want to trumpet that message because it's so important that I think it's so easy to like, oh, you have this image of what a musician is from popular culture and, and, you know, it's, it all seems very superficial and, oh, you know, groupies and, you know, and, oh, and play on stage and people yell, ah, rock star. But like, it's not, but like for the musician, it's not, that's not the experience necessarily. And and that stuff's okay too. I'm not trying to dog it, but I just, I think there's anything wrong with it. Nothing wrong. (laughs) at all right no judgment Crowd wants to go wild you know yeah yeah hey great great i, I just appreciate that yeah, that's i think the the heart of, of when you create great art is you shouldn't ever make it for anybody else you should make it for yourself at first and then if other people vibe on that then that's something spectacular say it louder for the people at the back yeah <laughs> you know that's um i think when you are feeling that good in the moment about you know your own art there's an energy in that piece of art you know it kind of encapsulates that moment and i i completely agree with that if you feel something people taking it in are definitely going to feel an element of that too you know and how are they that energy is there definitely man and it's like you know it's it's everything that you guys are saying it's you know if you if your driving force is like being a rock star in the groupies and things like that, you know, the chances are you, you, you're going to create some vapid art, you know, and, and <laughs> that's, that's a fact of life. Whereas, Excellent you know, word choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, but if you're, as you say, if you're approaching it from a place where, you know, this is intrinsic to your being and who you are and you're expressing the, like, you know, all your deepest, darkest, you know, the versions of yourself that you can't quite manifest in any other way, then, you know, it, people will relate to that because everybody has that to them. You know, everybody has things that they're afraid of. Everyone has things that they love. Everyone has things that they're, you know, tentative to say. 
And if you can be open and honest and vulnerable in front of people and vulnerable with who you are, you are going to connect with people. And it's like people vibe on authenticity. That's it. Yeah. Agreed. hundred percent. And you know, like you said, that's the type of music or the type of art that's going to enrich people's lives, you know, and like you guys have already seen, it can save lives too. You know, <laughs> people might think that it's corny. Oh, music saves lives. Well, it actually did right <laughs> and you've seen it firsthand so that's a, it's it's an amazing mine. thing man i mean I'm, I'm just being honest like it there have been times in my life where it's like i don't know if i can keep doing this yeah of course man. this is some bull and and like it was it was certain albums certain vibes whatever you know you put on you're like this does something to me that i can't turn away from yeah. And so I've been that fan on the, you know, feeling that way at a hundred percent. Like it, it's, it's just part of, I think there's something really, really deep down that like, I, I have this saying where I think everyone is a musician because everybody's heart beats in rhythm, you know, and, <laughs> and, you know, the people with rhythmia that they're just jazz first off, but like, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like I, I do, I believe because music is a two way street. It requires a listener. So even the people who, who don't make the music, they're still part of the music because there would be no music without the feedback and the, the ears to, to listen. So yeah, it's, totally. it's, it's all one, it's all one, you know? Yeah. I love how uh, philosophical this conversation's getting. I was <laughs> going to say, nice, we, we went know? full circle back to Alan Watts, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of our modus operandi. This is, a, this is a philosophy show disguised as an entertainment show. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah isn't that, all music that, though? Well, this like, is it. This <laughs> is it. <laughs> you guys figured it out, you know? Yeah. We tip our hats to the people who are like, wait a minute, this is a philosophy show masked as a music <laughs> show. We're like, you figured it out. want to have fun too, but yeah, no, I just, I just, and I lean heavy into this stuff because it's just, maybe I'm, I don't know. I, I you're like you know, if if a tree falls in the forest and no one's there to hear it, does it make a sound? It makes this. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's a good question. But the sound waves still exist, right? So it's like, but is it? It's its own kind of music, frankly, Ryan. With the sound. Never mind. Okay, but just. It, the, I you cannot know, the, tell you how much this is my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad we um, we find ourselves having these type of deep deeper conversations you know that are a little pushing past that surface layer wall that a lot of people like to stay at and it's like if we're gonna if we're gonna talk let's talk right so yeah, yeah. It's, i'm glad you guys have you know we appreciate you being candid you know it's not an easy thing oh man we appreciate you guys like talking about this stuff because you know oftentimes as you say you know and there's nothing wrong with like you know music shows just being music shows but when you want to scratch below the surface like that's that's when like the, you get to the real good stuff you know yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly um you know i guess how have you guys navigated that this is something that i'm always curious about the feedback that you do get you know, you, you get both spectrums of it. Is yeah. it, how do you navigate that world, especially with social media, you know? Um, I think something that I've learned as I've gotten older is that um, social media is a, a window into, into people's lives and it's not necessarily uh, the window that is their actual lives and that's you know uh, it's a it's a tricky one to to um 
to kind of deal with because sometimes you know the you could have a hundred positive comments and then one negative comment and it's so easy to fixate on that negativity but what you really should be focused on is the all the positive comments and even if those you know positive sometimes positive comments are not always just you know clear as as positive they, they could be you know something that seems negative but is actually just somebody trying to be constructive and mm-hmm. and that doesn't always carry with you know comments and uh like private messages and that's that's i think the the difficult thing and thing a thing that a lot of people struggle with so being able to remember that social media isn't the the, the true litmus test of of what you're uh, of what you're creating, the true litmus test is going out in front of people and people vibing on that. That's that's what you you should be kind of aiming towards and looking out for because that's if you move a room of of people, you know that that is what you're there to do. It's not to get you know a million great comments on on a video wouldn't you agree that if you can move a room of people it's not necessarily even going to translate if you capture it with the best camera and the best audio equipment known to man that feeling in that room it it, it doesn't necessarily go penetrate through that glass you know maybe it's like a like what do you call it like a stained glass you know it's a window but it's like a stained glass window into someone's life it's not it's like a filter it's not exactly highly edited yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's it's the Manicure. it's the best of like show reel <laughs> yeah right. it's the highlight reel <laughs> yeah yeah and that's and that's what people should see as is people should see social media as a highlight reel as opposed to this is what people's real lives are like because it's just not true well this is this is why i believe that you know uh, we're talking about authenticity and whatnot and this is why i think authenticity shines through in this because instagram in particular you know is is the highlight reels but then you get like yeah you know, real artists who showcase vulnerability, like people like Sarah Barber, right? So I don't know if you're like familiar with her work, but she's an artist and she creates these um, like real vulnerable cinematic moments inspired from her life. And she gets like people to, you know, really live out these experiences and she caps them, captions them perfectly. And she went, she, she, she became huge as an artist and all simply because she, she stayed authentic to what she wanted to present out there. And like, you know, that's, that's all we want to do. That's why, you know, with the live stuff, like, like we played a show in London and, um, and like, you know, it, because of the pandemic, we haven't, we haven't had a chance to play nearly as many shows as we want. That was our fourth show. And, you know, we were so hyped to play the show and, and, uh, the whole room was, as you say, it was, it was insane. Wasn't mm-hmm. it? Like we had the sound guy at the back standing on top of his desk going, this is, I, I don't know if you can swear on this podcast. This is bleeping music. It was like, this is fucking music. And like, going you absolutely crazy. can. Like, it's <laughs> authentic, baby. That's it. Yeah. I don't want to say I encourage swearing, but you can, you can curse. Yeah. Yeah. That I do was, encourage. We do encourage. That was a verbatim quote. That's yeah. what do you guys have like a specific moment of, of the live experience? You know, talking about being authentic, you just mentioned one, but is there any other ones that are like, this is, this is what we're trying to do here on display? Um, I think the the first gig that we played as a band was a a pretty um, 
it was a pretty big moment because yeah. we <laughs> we'd been a band for two months maybe at the time I think you know it has been a really short space of time that we'd uh, kind of gone to rehearsal rooms and geographically Sam lives in London we live in the northeast so he couldn't get up to do all of these shows so it was, it was a bit touch and go whether or not the show was going to go well and then we played the show and running on adrenaline and then we got into the uh, we got into the kind of the backstage area and we were all just like guys that was amazing yeah <laughs> uh, and it was like one of those moments where I mean I you know as a drummer I'm at the back tend to be you know poorly lit with uh, <laughs> with, with he's uh, so handsome yeah. why would you do that to him <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with uh, you do your thing yeah <laughs> yeah and you know I, I like it that way um but you know with any monitors in and i couldn't you know hear really what was going on so for me it wasn't so much the the interaction between the band and the crowd it was the interaction between the band itself and that moment where you know afnan turns around to you and he's just rocking out and you're rocking out and it's like <laughs> yeah this is amazing <laughs> yeah that moment that moment when nothing else matters yeah yeah that's it being truly in that moment that's why i love live shows too man it's just being in that moment is it's worth every penny of admission man it's freedom yeah Yeah. and it's that um that that the calm before the storm of just get before you get out out on stage where you're like this could be the worst day of my life (laughs) or it could be the best day of my life it could be somewhere in between and just going out and then having a blast regardless of what's going on. You know, we could play to a room of three people and still have a great time, you know, because... Well, you get the same show from us, like, with it's like three or 30,000, you know, get yeah. the exact same show from us. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's important, you know, just... Uh, I don't... I guess we have run into that. I mean, everyone has has bad nights, but being willing to to put it all out there every every time is yeah. Fans really appreciate that, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we in bands, you know, years and years ago, we've played some some pretty rough bars, and we were but in one of my old bands. We were, you know, the the Lego head fringe, you know, perfectly hairsprayed, um, <laughs> playing songs about how hard your life is when you're 17 and the, skateboarding yeah, and getting yeah. dumped. Yeah, and, girlfriend dumps you. and there's a bunch of hairy yeah. bikers sat at the back, just like, oh. this this is not for me. Oh. <laughs> and you know, like you go out there and you still have a great time. You know, it's Ashingham, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to name and shame. So those hairy bikers were young kids once. They might not be able to show it in front of their tough friends, but they were, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They a little put yeah. emo in everybody. Yeah, yeah. You're like their foots were tapping. I saw it. They yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know how much you guys can talk about the music that you you know have uh, about to come out, but what what should people look forward to? Is there anything that you feel? We've got what to so, say about it. Yeah, man, we've got so much music to put out into the world this year. Um, so Infinity Over is the name of our next single. That's coming out um, on the 25th, so in eight days. And then, you know, we've got a whole EP coming out after that. 
so that's going to be our second EP. And, you know, to be honest with you, the third EP is done. It just <laughs> needs polishing off and then that's sorted as well. Um, we, I mean, we have an album really, don't we? So I want to give the game away here, Afnan. But yeah, <laughs> but we, we kind of do. But it, there's a lot of different ways to skin a cat. Um, I don't recommend skinning cats, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, we got to, we, there's we, definitely multiple ways to accomplish it. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, thank you guys for being here. Um, thank you for having us. Yeah, man, it's been a pleasure. What a lovely chat. We got a... Uh, there's always moments where you get a different perspective. You're like, okay, you know, I never thought of it that way, but that's cool. So we appreciate you guys again, being candid. If our beautiful listeners want to follow you, find your stuff, how should they search for you? Where, where are they going to find you? Um, whatever your favorite streaming platform is, all you got to do is search for future humans um, on Instagram where future humans, IG. Um, same if you want to look us up on um, Facebook, Future Humans. Um, but like I, Instagram is probably where we're most like interactive and active. Like I personally try to reply to anybody who reaches out to us, you know, just because I think it's important. If you've took the time to reach out to us, I'm going to take the time to reply to you. Awesome. Cool. Well, gentlemen, I'm wondering if there's, um, yeah, by the way, beautiful listeners, check them out. It's good stuff. You're going to like it. Um, I wonder if you have any additional words of wisdom you're willing to share. Afnan, <laughs> you're, the, you're the wisdom man. <laughs> I mean, I pretend to be, but um, <laughs> so my my thing would be enjoy the process. You know, too too many people are fixated on the end goal, and too many people are so spending so much time in you know the the anxiety of the future or the depression of the past that they don't really see the beauty of the moment. And you know, the moment is where you truly experience like the greatest joy in my experience anyway. So yeah, get outside more, do, do more cool things, create more art and be silly. Don't take yourself seriously and just have fun. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to add a little something to that as well is um, the process isn't always good. And it's sometimes it's really hard to enjoy the process. So if you can't enjoy it, at least trust it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the process can be rough, you know, when people are talking over you and <laughs> I knew that'd come around. We haven't even hit end record. He's gonna give you crap. All right, yeah. yeah. What about what about you, Ryan? You got any uh, words of wisdom you'd care to share? Let's just be wild and free, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful listeners, you know we love you. And bye. Oh,